Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Brought to you by Regions Bank. Uh, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Uh, hopefully you're off work. Luckily for you, uh, Dirty Show and T-Mill have the latest. And this is it. This, is the, this cup of coffee I just made, this is it. After that segment, he goes in there and gets him a, gets him a cup because of coffee. Because this is it. I mean, this is coffee's still light years. I'm not uh, going to say good for you, but not as bad for you yeah. as those canned this energy was, drinks. This was it. I'm done. I'm weaning. I'm going full cold turkey. All right. Enjoy after that this, headache. After this delicious cup of coffee. I mean, you didn't have a headache. There's no reason for you to have it other than trying to have energy. Yeah. I appreciate you trying to bring energy to the show, man. I am. Kind of used to that 5 o'clock coffee, too. It's just become a routine as well that I'm going to break. Yeah. It's all right. How's that Red Bull? You and Tyler will be up texting each other at 1 a.m. I don't I don't participate well, in it. Well, y'all would have to respond to me for because that to occur. Because we're asleep, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, you, Tyler. You're, you're looking at my face? I'm looking at your face. I wake up most of the time to I can't your tell. Tech. Is that your face? Your... <laughs> Is that your face or did your neck throw up? That's what my dad used to say. All right, I'm going to throw this one out to you, Clint, because this news, uh, veteran uh, linebacker, and we've talked about the linebacking core, uh, Bobby Wagner, veteran linebacker. Uh, he had been uh, a long time with the Seahawks. He went to the Rams last year. Uh, he is, uh, I think, I think, I don't know if he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he is going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's been one of the best interior linebackers in the league. He has been released from the Rams as a free agent. Don't know. Um, he would be a guy that you would think that would be more inclined to go to a team that has championship. Uh, aspirations, but would that be somebody that you, even with trying to go young, would that be somebody you would be looking at if you were a part of the Texans? Nah, I don't know about that. Ten it. years plus in the league. I, look, I, I know, I know him. I know he's a great player. I know he's been a great player. I, I, I haven't. I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't follow him closely enough this year um, to to know how much his game's fallen off, kind of deal, or, yeah. or or if it hasn't. This feels um, different than Zach Cunningham yesterday. Yeah, for me it does. Uh, I mean, look, I don't, I don't know. Even though it says, I mean, he's, am I looking at that? Was he a second team All Pro player this year? Yeah, he was. He was still. Yeah, he's he still. Was. He's still rocking and rolling. Then, huh? Um, I, you know, I, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't know enough. I haven't, I didn't watch enough to know where he's at. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah. Uh, he's. But but to answer your question, guys like this, the Texans damn sure should at least should should flip stones to see what what it's going to cost. What do they got left? Is it a good fit? Yes. Yeah, because I, I, I like like I said, I would think that he is probably someone that is looking to play for a team that's got a shot, right? He he's he's been he's been in playoff contention basically his whole career with Seattle, and then then last year just uh, could not have gone. Nobody thought the Rams were going to fall apart the way that they did last year. Um, but I, I I think he does fit though. Like we've talked about. What they've tried to do, they've tried to bring in veterans that they think can really help, you know, start whatever yep. culture it is. Bobby Wagner, to me, would be a guy that you would love Christian Harris to to sit next to every day. It would yeah, be a guy if, that, if he's that, if he's second team All Pro, you damn right. If, watch, if, yeah. if he's, he's playing that level of football, yeah, absolutely. They I, didn't, to, I didn't realize I didn't realize that the Rams gave him a five year deal. But it must, have been, but it's a fake five year deal because he can just get right the hell up out of it. Yeah, I mean five years, fifty million, and I don't know what was guaranteed. Obviously, there wasn't much guaranteed, or or, or they would have they had a hard yeah. time cutting him. But um, 
Yeah, man. I, I mean, if he's still playing at that level, hell, I don't know how you don't you don't like like I said. For me, the Texans, any defensive lineman, and damn sure any linebacker that is released that that is playing at an uh, above average level, or you can explain away injuries or why they had a slow twenty twenty two. The Texans should consider the Tex at those two position at those two positions. The Texans need depth I mean eight deep on the defensive line and five or six deep at linebacker yeah they need a lot I mean with the with the exception nah we'll get into that later but but I'm used to like Malik Collins outside of that yeah I mean yeah Malik and Jerry Hughes like outside of yeah yeah yeah, the the Jerry Hughes type guys are the ones that you you sign and they're immediately upgrades I mean right now Veterans, latter part of their career, can still go. Wagner would fit in that. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where where people will go. Like that, he could be a Buffalo too. Buffalo is potentially going to lose Tremaine uh, Edmonds. That yep. could be a replacement there. Probably looking at Dane, but boy, uh, he he can, he can sure as hell work here. Five o'clock fire. All right, uh, Clint uh, Dusty Baker. He spoke to the media today, and he was asked um, with Lance going down. And being uh, and not being able to be available for opening day, he was asked uh, about potentially in the offseason considering adding uh, another a veteran arm just in case situations like this happen. This was Dusty Baker. Well, I mean, you got to ask the powers that be, you know, you know, like I got power, but I don't have authority, you know. So yeah, I mean, that was always a consideration for me. But like I said, I'm not the and at the time we didn't have a general manager in place in order to make that move, you know. So, and like I said, I didn't have the authority to do that. All right. Um, <laughs> when you hear that Dusty, from Dusty. Dusty may be, he may be getting off in a little deeper water than he wants to there. Okay, man. I, I, I'll be honest with you. And, and Dusty is a guy, is his own guy. I, I am surprised from those comments. Because those comments, like Dusty is a smart, smart man. He has been in the game for a long time. There, I am only... I am only to believe that was some sort of message sent out. That was something yeah. that he wanted to get out because Dusty wouldn't just accidentally do that. He well, knows what he did. When I heard it, this isn't a hot take. This isn't creating content. This ain't trying to spin something. When I heard that audio on social media, I immediately thought, wow, that's strong, Dusty. I mean, you're just throwing folks under the bus immediately, right? And here's here's how – here's – how I very quickly immediately got there. I think I think the the biggest concern right now for the defending World Series champs is the starting rotation and Lance McCullers. You just lost Justin Verlander. The bottom three right now in your starting rotation, excluding Lance McCullers, are guys that you're not real. You either didn't lean on them in the playoffs or in the World Series last year for one reason or another. Uh, brought them out of the bullpen, or they're, they're, it's a rookie, Hunter Brown, that you just you just don't know a whole hell of a lot about. The, the starting rotation for the defending World Series champs, I think, is the number one if concern, priority to address, conversation, topic that's being had by Dana Brown, Jim Crane, Jeff Bagwell, and all the other – Reggie Jackson, all the other advisors in the top – the climate around the Lance McCullers 
situation, the, the, the starting rotation for the Astros show, I think is very, very – what am I looking for? Fragile is not the word, but, but top of mind. Um, like, nobody's happy about the situation. Like, it's, it, it's a frustrating situation to be in again with Lance. Yeah, your, your, mar- your margin for error is – Right, is, is completely changed from what it was. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a it's it's a hot hot button topic, right? And then Dusty rolls out there and goes, "Huh? I mean, if hey, it, don't look if, over here. I didn't have the power, but if I would have, hell yeah, I would have. It was top of my list. What's that mean? I ain't got the. I, I don't. I, I got, got the, the power, power, but I ain't, I ain't got, got the no authority. authority. I, and and he even he even said I didn't even recognize it until that last time Tyler played it. I mean, he even says, "Look, I, I mean, it was on my mind." I mean, I damn sure what you know. What I would have done. I mean, and, and then he just keeps on going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Dusty, I do. I know exactly what you're saying, and I'm and I'm and I'm afraid you're getting out in a little bit deeper water than you want to be in, Bob. Okay, um, man. I'm just dead serious. Um, you know, to then go on and 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 talk about we didn't even have a general manager at the time, and and, and maybe I'm misreading the situation, but the tone sure sounds no, like no, sure sounds like he's going. I would have. I don't know what the hell the front office is doing. We didn't have a general manager at the time. Yeah, like Clint, I, I don't know how to how to hear that any other way. Clint, this man has been in the game for 108 years. You know exactly how you answered that question. Hey, was well, there was was there any consideration of adding a veteran arm during the offseason? Now you know how to answer that. Hey, question. That's above my pay grade, man. You better go. Better well, go you talk. You didn't to have man. to say that. Listen, you know, listen. It's unfortunate what happened with Lance. Um, but we got a lot of guys in this organization that we believe in, and the next guy up. That's it. That's it. Well. He said, <laughs> well, hey, I got power, but I ain't got the authority. That's above me. People above me made that decision. Now, That's a bad situation. I, and these guys didn't even have was, a general manager in place. I, it was sure on my mind. I'd have done it. But, hell, we didn't have a general manager in place to even do it if we wanted to do it. I mean, that's what Dusty said. Yeah. Instead of what he could have said, which leads me to believe Dusty was out here trying to send a message, trying to let somebody – like, he didn't do that on accident. Dusty didn't, conven- didn't didn't wake up and become conveniently dumb this morning. You read my question? Yeah, the, the, the question is – I don't know uh, why he's doing it. Well, that's that, 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 the, the second the why, time, though. The why is what matters, though, right? Is, is this pushback from? Is this one of those "I told you, suckers"? So I yes, told y'all what. That, that then or he told everybody. Is this Dusty? I got my World Series. Y'all can kiss every bit of my tail. I'm just gonna answer things openly and honestly when I'm got. And, and I would just like to say, I'm, I'm all here for this, Dusty. Oh hell, it's entertaining. No I'm question. All here. Like I said, I said earlier, I want someone to ask Dusty. What were your thoughts about them not? Uh, bringing back Justin Verlander. I'd like to get his real thoughts on that. It is what it is. So you got, how much time you got? Okay. Grab a seat here. <laughs> Five o'clock fire. All right, Clint, some news about a former Texans coach. Um, this is from Josina Anderson, Clint. I am told the Chiefs have explored the possibility of adding Pep Hamilton to their staff, mm. per league sources. Hamilton served as the Texans' offensive coordinator in 2022. We sucked. Uh, Pep Hamilton with Andy Reid potentially there. Uh, the thought is that Matt Nagy, who was the quarterback coach, is now going to move and be uh, and become the offensive coordinator now that Eric Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator in Washington. And then there's going to be a position open as a quarterback's coach, which uh, is a position that uh, Pep Hamilton has held 
He held it uh, here it, it, with the Texans two years ago. Before that, he was the quarterback coach uh, for uh, for Justin Herbert, Andrew Luck in the past. So uh, that could be a potential thought for Pep Hamilton. Wow. How about that? We yeah, talk, no, talk about moving. I, I think this would be a great move for, yeah. for Pep Hamilton and his coaching career, no doubt about it. Now, not quite as good as if if he were to take me up on my offer and start that Dirty Pep uh, Quarterback Academy. You think that would be a better move for him? Oh, no question. No question. Watch his kid play, train his kid. Um, I mean, we, we could work together, stay in Texas. Yeah, I mean, Texas versus Kansas City. Who the hell would want to go back to Kansas City? I mean, drink some oh, cold Coors Light. Drink some cold Coors Light with me. Super Bowl. No doubt about it. Just hang and and uh, yeah. I mean, I think that that would be the best bet. But look, going and uh, go to Twin Peaks. Going and yes, indeed, hang with us. Going to uh, be part of our crew. Um, going to Kansas City obviously would be a huge a, a huge step for for you, Pep Hamilton. You surprised the Chiefs are interested in that? No, 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 no. I mean, look, with, I mean, I mean you, just last year we watched him as the OC and it was. It was rough, to say the least, at times. Yeah, no, look, Pep was not the OC that I thought he was going to be here. And I'm not even talking about from a production standpoint. I'm just talking about the quarterback regress. The offense was stagnant. You didn't get the most out of Brandon Cooks. Uh, I mean, we we go on down the list of guys, in my opinion, that that weren't used correctly. You constantly targeted Rex Burkhead. I mean, there's many things. There are many things that I look back and I just didn't. I got blindsided by what Pep did consistently. Um, But – Look, there's no doubt. I mean, he's been in the coaching game for a long time. Um, he's clearly good at the quarterback thing, uh, quarterback coaching, quarterback training. Um, I mean, just from his experience, he brings a wealth of knowledge about how to play the position yep. to the table. And so, and as a you know, quarterbacks coach, as a quarterbacks coach, the players have been successful. Yeah. Right? Davis Mills yeah. was much better. Uh, as is the when he was the quarterback coach before the, sure. the OC, sure. Justin well, you, Herbert had a good start. There, there's a huge difference, obviously, between I'm going to coach these quarterbacks and I'm going to I'm going to give them I'm going to communicate Andy's Andy Reid's message to my offense to my quarterbacks, right? I, I'm I'm just a, I'm just I'm just a, 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 I'm I'm just a vehicle here to to communicate this this playbook, this offense, this this game film, yada yada yada. Whereas you know the other deal is you're creating, um, your your game planning. Your your, I mean you, it, that's a whole different ball game. I, I think Pep would be a great add to a staff as a quarterback coach. I think he'd be a great move for Pep's career to get under Andy Reid and to learn that offense and 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 start climbing his way back up into OC type type territory if that is what he wants to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're listening to uh, Five O'clock Fire, brought to you by. Regents Bank. Uh, God, this coffee is delicious. Is it good? Oh man, your your last your last uh, go round usually is God, the best. Man, I, did, the I didn't wet really, mouth. I didn't really know it. Tasted when you know you're not gonna get it again, it usually oh, is the best. Man, I didn't know it was gonna taste that good. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. Uh, by the way, real quick, you uh, I, are you surprised that people are so down on uh, on Sean Payton and and the staff he's putting together in Denver? I am I am thoroughly surprised that people are really believing this thing is that he just hired uh, Vance Joseph as his defensive coordinator. I'm really shocked that people are looking at Denver and thinking this is. This is I, yeah, look, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't understand it at all. I, um, I mean, you you look at, at 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 you know, I mean, look his track record. You look at at the guys that he's hiring. You look at the roster he's taken over. Um, I, I don't get it. Um, nowhere close do I get it. 
um, unless you just don't like Sean Payton for one reason or another. I, I greatly appreciate Sean Payton. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Denver, I, I think Denver, if they didn't live in the same division with the Kansas City Chiefs, I, I would say that they're going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, now, the reality is, is when you're in there with the Chiefs, you, you got to get in as a wild card, and get, you know, can you make that happen? Can you pull that off? It's a different animal. You know, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens there. But, um, yeah, man, I I I really like what Sean brings to the table. Clearly, I've been vocal about that, and and I really like the staff that he's putting together. All right, your chance to win Stapleton tickets coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Stay tuned. Listen, a four-pack of tickets to see Chris Stapleton at the Houston Rodeo coming up. Uh, And listen here. James Palmer, one of the best NFL reporters and newsmakers in the game, wait till you hear what he is saying about D'Amico Ryans and free agency. We'll let you hear that next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Ah, yeah, baby. Welcome back. Be listening. Be listening. Your chance to win Stapleton tickets right here. I mean, and I'm telling you now, I, I this is one hell I, I'd call. I'd, I'd, I'd damn near call right now to get in because I'm, I'm going to that one and I am excited. Yeah, you need to go to that one, man. I mean, you are going. You're I'm going to go okay, to that okay, one. Okay, you're going to that I'm one. I'm excited to um, that It's, you know, there's, here's the deal with the rodeo show is like it, it is, um, it's not the best acoustics, so you know when you it, it, like you're gonna like you hear the same people like in a smaller venue with better acoustics. Like you'll be more blown away with their you'll you'll get more of a like a true understanding of their talent. Stapleton is one of the guys, one of a handful of people that at the rodeo, you know, at the rodeo, like wow, you know what I mean. A lot of times rodeo, you hear people that you think are really great, and it just doesn't sound as good as it should. Stapleton's one of those guys that overcomes it. Like it don't matter. It don't matter where he's at. Uh, you, you gonna know that you're listening to one of the one of the, the greatest voices in the game. So stay tuned in the five o'clock hour. All right, James Palmer, NFL Network. Uh, Tyler did a great job finding this this drop a little over an hour ago, and uh, he spoke about the city and the excitement of having D'Amico Ryan's, and then talked about players around the league and how they could respond to him being the head coach of the Texans. I lived in that town and I saw this past season covering games at NRG Stadium how disinterested the fan base was this past year. That couldn't be further from the truth the way those fans feel right now with the return of D'Amico Ryans. And it's not just the fans that feel this way with him coming in after they've won just 11 games over the last three seasons. I've talked to some of the veterans that are a part of this roster that are just kind of hoping they're part of what's to come because they can kind of already see it, Andrew. They're hoping they're staying on this roster because they can see what D'Amico Ryans can build with this six-year contract and some patience and power in the building. They have to also look at the type of guy he is, the way players want to play for him. Are there 49ers players that are free agents that want to potentially come down and play in Houston? That could happen because of the salary cap space that the Houston Texans have and because of D'Amico Ryans. Listen, I'm I'm, going to say a couple of things, and I wonder how you feel about this, Clint. Uh, I'm with I'm with James Palmer all the way on. Anybody that has touched uh, playing with the San Francisco 49ers, whether they're still there or not, hell, I mean, even even Charles Amenahue, anybody who has played with the 49ers, past or present since D'Amico was there, I think he's got a shot to get him. I really do, offensively, defensively. Now, overall, offensively, I'm not so certain that D'Amico is able to get guys to come. Like, 
even the top guys to come here offensively because I think you're going to a brand new coach, unless they've got somebody that has some kind of experience with Bobby Slowick. I just think there's just too much unknown with this team offensively. But I do think defensively with D'Amico, I think they've got a chance to get to at least have people listen to him that are uh, uh, that are even high priced on the defensive side of the ball because I do think people understand what D'Amico can do defensively. So I think they got a better shot with defensive guys than offensive guys and than anybody who's ever played for the 49ers. I think they definitely have a, have a shot with those guys. Yeah, look, I'm with you. I mean, I'm talking about top top free agents uh, all the way down. I, I think on the defensive side of the football with D'Amico Rhines, I think he's got a reputation around the league. I think guys know that he's young, energetic, and, and, and a great defensive-minded coach. Uh, I, look, I, I think I, I believe that there is a uh, misunderstanding, if you will, from the outside looking in the NFL of, of guys only want to play with, with teams that they feel like they got a chance to win a Super Bowl. There's, that, that does play into, into the equation, if you will, with some guys in some situations. But big picture in the NFL – veterans, uh, really anybody, but veterans are the ones that are on the move and have choices, if you will. Those guys, they want to play in a good city, and, and they want to know that going into a situation that they're putting themselves in position to make Pro Bowls, and when I say that, I just mean play at a high level, be, be you know, put up good numbers, uh, be put in position to have success, be put in position to play to their strengths. Some of these guys want to be will, will love D'Amico and want to play for D'Amico because clearly he does more with less. You don't have to have the ideal personnel to 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 play big time defensive football. And so, yeah, look, I I I think there's I think guys are gonna be chomping at the bit. We said that, we talked about this yesterday. Maybe it was Tuesday, but but I think guys are gonna be chomping at the bit to to play for D'Amico Ryan's on the defensive side of the football. On the offensive side, for the same reasons, I think there's gonna be some concern. Does a does a top free agent receiver, again, guys that have options, do they look at Houston and go, okay, I can go there, one, I can get paid, two, I can produce. I don't know, can you produce? I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. We don't know what the offensive system's really going to look like under under Bobby Sloat. We know what they want to do, but we don't know what it's going to look like. How close are they to having the ability to protect the quarterback to where they can throw the football down the field and do some things in the pass game? Like, I think there's still some major question marks of uh, from free agents, whether they can – come to Houston and produce in a big way on the offensive side of the football. Um, hopefully we'll we'll have those answers sooner rather than later with Bobby Sloak. But that's to me, that's where we sit right now. Yeah, I am with you. I, I I wonder you could text in, uh, call in 713-572-4610. Is that a belief that you have? If you can be a, a, as objective as you can be, is that a belief you have that that D'Amico Ryan's coming in can really change the type of free agents that you can get here, the type of guys that will come here. Oh, God. Larry, I'm sure you got more yeah. on this than that. Larry, <laughs> Larry, what, what's your thoughts? Is is that something you're confident in uh, that, that uh, D'Amico Ryans can do? Yeah, I'm, I'm beyond confident that's something he can do. But I'm going to get to that in a minute. I want to talk about your ass not changing your bath towels every other day like you're supposed to. And the fact that I saw you in some black, in some black Nikes, and now you're on the radio today, sounded like a, a, a crack fiend saying you can't, you haven't went man. wrong with headaches. Hey. It's, 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 it's hurting out here, Larry. Dodge. I'm struggling. Hey, show I t- 
told you a long time ago, when you're trying to get fine, man, you're going to go through some growing pains now. <laughs> you and mama saw over there probably putting in work and everything, and now you just, your energy all high. So, yeah, you might want to lay off that monster a little bit, dog, and change them damn bath towels, baby, because you can't just be walking around here using the same towel 10 days later, man. What's wrong with you, man? Yeah. We got a reputation to protect, man. But anyway, let's get to D'Amico. Of course everybody want to play for D'Amico. He's one of them dudes that has the personality and the uh, the, the charisma and, and the skill set that can get them and put them in perfect position to, to, to be something special. Like a mini who, I wouldn't be surprised if a mini who came back here because Jack used to be ain't in the building no more. Look, when you're a dog, you want to be around other dogs, and that's what D'Amico Ryan has always been his whole career. But here's another thing that I'm having a big issue with, Clint. There are people in this city that are actually out here talking about the Texans don't need to draft a quarterback that high and they don't need to take a wide receiver at 12. As if we hadn't sat our ass around here for the last three years and watched the worst offense in the history of football, and they're telling us to pass on legitimate dudes, here's where I'm at. The, uh, the combine start next week. I tell you what, if I can sneak my ass into that dome up in Indianapolis and go ahead and sign Bryce Young myself for Nick Casario, I'll do it. And if I can also go ahead and get him Quentin Johnson or Addison, I'll do it. Because here's what we're going to do in free agency. I'm liking old Bobby Wagner being out there because we need some dogs over there on Kirby. Them little chihuahuas been driving me crazy for the last three years. So here's what you do, dog. Don't keep drinking them little energy drinks, but just sip them, dog. You can't take them to the head all the time and I'll haul them. That's Larry. <laughs> Nobody's going to let your ass near that damn dome hey. and let your ass in there, not not a step in there. Why not did one. I – why did I not see that coming? I I, I saw Larry. Go, I, I I should have known he. I wasn't ready for him jumping on your ass, back oh, in towels. I didn't. Well. I didn't even. I didn't even. Damn, that's good. Oh, boy, you don't get nothing by. You don't get nothing by. Oh, oh Man, Larry. Larry, Larry know he didn't go on fourteen days before. Uh, look. Hold on, Joe. <laughs> but to, to a point, he's saying though. I, I and I think you made it too, and I, I agree with you. I I think offense in the draft should be the route that they're going, especially with these early picks, these two first-round picks and the second-round pick. I know they got to fill the front seven, and I wouldn't be upset about that, but I I think it is going to be harder for them to fill roles through free agency offensively, and I think especially stars, potentially difference makers, and I think that may have to come in the draft. Yeah, man, I, I just – I think it's – I think when you when you need guys that – you know at the NFL level are 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 dogs, not just well, they're talented and their athletic ability and they move good, they've been good. No, dudes that we've seen have success. And I'm not saying all those all of those guys have to be like like double digit sacks and and tackles and like the statistics don't have to necessarily be through the roof or Pro Bowls and all that. That'd be nice, but but like I'm just talking about dudes that you can turn the film on and go, yep, this is what I'm getting. This is what I'm getting at the NFL level. To me, that's what this defense needs. That's what D'Amico needs because I'll be honest with you. I think the one thing that D'Amico needs to do immediately is get this defense right. I mean, that, that's his. That's his. That's that. That's his bread and butter, man. Um, that so I would go that route, and then offensively, boy, you 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 got some. You got a chance to 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 really, um, you know you know, infuse this offensive depth chart, if you will, with some with some serious, serious talent. When you look at Mechie coming back, 
couple of the guys that have been here a year or two taking the next step and then infusing two or three draft picks, higher draft picks into this starting lineup. Yeah, man, including one of them possibly being a quarterback. Yeah, man, you, you could uh, you could do some good now. All right, uh, coming up, there's a thought here with Lance McCullers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it right to you, and I want to hear your thoughts on the, uh, on the uh, trailer one and frame text line. Now that we're seeing the injuries to Lance, your thoughts. Bullpen? Would you entertain Lance McCullers going to the bullpen? We'll discuss that coming up. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. You want to do the damn thing, Tyler? I do want to do Hook the damn up, thing. Hook them up, boys. Hook them up. Let's do the damn thing right now. Rain caller number five. Caller number five. 713-572-4610. Your chance right now to win a four-pack, not one, not two, not three, but four, a four-pack of tickets to see Chris Stapleton at the Houston Rodeo March 19th. Caller number five, 713 Tyler will take care of you, and um, you can enjoy yourself to see Chris Stapleton March 19th. Cap, if you don't win, it's not Tyler's fault. <laughs> want to uh, throw that out right now. So get in there right now. Your chance to win a four-pack of tickets uh, uh, to uh, to win uh, to, to go see Chris Stapleton. Uh, and uh, I, I'm going to be in the house. I believe that's when I'm right. Are you? You going? I didn't have plans on it, but uh, I may I may, I may, may ease out there with you. You might ease out there. Courtney going with you? Yeah, she going. I'm surprised you ain't going. I I've thought seen, that would be, seen, seen him so Stapleton. I've seen him at the rodeo. I've seen him. I've seen Stable to play four or five times. It's it's uh, it's impressive now. It is impressive. And, and keep in mind when his wife joins, when there's ladies going to join him on stage, she's actually on stage the whole time with him. It's his wife. And keep in mind who she's singing next to when she starts singing. Mm. She she is really she is good standing next to one of the best. You think? What do you think? It, what do you think I should do? You think I should? Because generally what I would do is I'm going to go and run through, just listen to a couple of his albums to hear songs. You think I should just go in without hearing a lot of his stuff? And oh, just hear no. It? Oh, no. You think I should? I, I'm definitely. Uh, you think I, I, should? I mean, unless you're worried about like him, which Stapleton. Oh, I, oh, I've heard enough where I'm, I I know what I'm Well, what it's, I'm not, it's just not going to. I mean, because because it's at the it's at NRG, I mean. It's just not going to be. But, yeah, you, you yes, I, I, I am a huge fan of multiple days leading up to something. And listening to Like, it. just having that, that artist on, knowing I'm going to see him. Yeah, I get by the day that, that uh, concert comes around, I'm I'm good and jacked up. Got got the words down? Yeah. I think you should. All right. I was thinking about, let me just go in and just stuff I've never heard before. But then. I mean, you can. I mean, you want to cold turkey that thing, and just when the crowd, goes, I'm about that cold turkey. I mean, the thing is, he's got enough. He's got enough. Uh, he's got enough hits now yeah. to where you. The, I mean, it's going to probably be stand up the whole time. Mm, okay, yeah, this will be a good time. March 19th. Who won, Nancy? Yeah, our our gal Nancy and Katie. Congrats. Nancy and Katie enjoy Nancy a four pack. The what, what the hell? What, what, why are we spoiling these people? Not you, Nancy. I'm, I'm glad you won, baby. What, what? Why are we spoiling these people? What I mean, I, I don't. When I was growing up, I mean, you call in and get you get you a pair of tickets. I heard it was because well, I heard it was because show asked for all those sweet tickets. So our boss was like, oh, "We got to step up from doing a pair." Yeah, if everyone knows show, show twelve tickets. Yeah, and, and, I, give the and I'll be four. truthful. That's true. I'll be truthful. It's because of you all. You all have helped make us number one. 
of the number one sports station in the city, the number one morning show, the number one midday show, and the number one afternoon show. Ah. So we're going to hook you up. Ah. We got you. Yeah. We got you. Because of you all. Thank you. Even the haters. I like the way say, that sounded, show. Who say, I'm not going to listen, and then text in tomorrow. Uh, but, uh, damn, it's, so- it's, it's because of you all. By the way, before we get to this, Lance McCullers to the bullpen, and, and you can text in your thoughts on the trailer wall and frame text line, 713-5724-610. By the way, remember, Texans All Access is uh, is coming up behind us. Cecil Shorts the third going to be on there tonight. So stay tuned for that. And, I've seen uh, guys pee themselves. Yep. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and the best of today with T. Mill coming up. Uh, Landry just uh, put this out, and I've responded to it. I'm, ex- I'm excited a little bit about this. He's at uh, Baskin Robbins. And apparently they got a new ice cream here. Chicken and waffles. Nah. I'm out. Doing too much. I want to read it. I want to read it. It is a buttermilk waffle flavored ice cream with crispy chicken and waffles flavored bits drizzled in a bourbon maple syrup flavored swirl. Chicken and waffles. Nope. 280 calories. You're not giving it a shot. You're out. You're not even going to give it a shot. I love ice cream. I love chicken and waffles. I don't need them paired together. The sir, the maple syrup brings me in. <laughs> that one, that one ties it together. What? That the brings chicken, me in. The chicken and ice cream doesn't. I mean, that that just that took me I completely wanna, out. I want to give it a shot. It's it butter buttermilk it waffle like flavored a, ice cream. What's a bit crispy? That, that, that sounds really good. With crispy chicken. And waffle flavored bites. See, that's what I'm. I'm getting hung up on that. Like, what are these these bites in, sprinkled in? What are those actually made of? Because it's not saying, and, and I'm not saying it should be real chicken. But what are these bits of chicken I, and waffle flavor? I'm I I'm willing to give it a shot. Hmm. I actually like. I, you would not at least the two of you. You would not at least get the try like the spoon to try it. I'd let you try oh, yeah, it and tell yeah, me. I mean, I, I would. I'd dip into yours and try it. I'd no, hate no, you to eat that whole thing. Mine. Well, I hate for you to eat that whole thing, man. That 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 that'd be three twenty of you, not not, not a little show. I'd hate for you. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, somebody three somebody three hundred pounds came up with this idea. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, I, look, I I'll taste it. Hell yeah, I'll taste it. I'm but I, I, I I'm not going to be honest with you. My mouth didn't want it. It I'm, did. I'm, I'm, it no, did. Hell no. I mean, chicken and waffles and ice cream. Like, I, somebody I just texting. Damn, I want one of those. I, I don't. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't like that. You said I, I, I no like immediately the, as soon as the title. You're out. Yeah, because I don't think ice cream should be tasting like chicken and waffle. Clay, bits. would you try it? Give me a thumbs up, Clay. Can Clay hear? Clay, can he, can you hear him? No, Clay can't hear. Chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffle ice cream. You would you try it? Chicken and waffle. Yeah, Clay's on it. Just I just want to give it a shot. Give me a small. Give me one one cup from the text line. That's gross. Really, show. It's the maple that brought you in. Yeah, that maple, that little maple blend ties it together for me. That right there, that ties it together. Well, if you do try it, please report back. I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, show. Let's be honest. You, you could throw br- brisket flavored ice cream now, with, little, with a little honey, with a little honey, and then chicken on the back end. Brisket like, flavored yeah, I mean, brisket flavored ice cream feels different. It's awful. This this one. By the way, I almost smashed some of that brisket that was left on that back in that back kitchen over there for twenty four hours. That cold one. That yeah. cold. Uh, I almost. And you, and I you almost, get at me about what, the chicken. What's, and what's, the, what's the limit for you guys when you with leftovers left on the counter? What's the limit? I um, mean, that's a couple of hours. A couple of hours. 
Mine's shifted. Nah, that's a that's a few that's a, that's a few hours. And I'm not talking about you choose to do it. I'm talking about like let's, that's five let's safety say, purposes. Five and un, no more than five overnight. No. Oh hell no. No no. Sitting out all night long, like like and we're talking about something like that, like like meat like that, like a a cake. I, I can do that. So like so you cookies, you you, you, like, do, you do a little cooking or something, and you got you got some pork tenderloin, or you got something, and y'all eat it that night or whatever. And then, and you, then accidentally you, leave it, it. you accidentally leave it. You accidentally leave it out. Yeah, I'm throwing know. that out. Yeah, how long do you leave meat out? That's what's really. Yeah, I'm throwing that out. Well, veggies, meat, but yeah, meat I guess would be the worst. Me, you're yeah. throwing it out. Yeah, I'm throwing it out. Yeah, I'm, pl- I'm probably gonna lean into it. My mom, man, she she raised like us. You're not, you you're not toss that in, quick. Like you're not leaning into like fish, like salmon. You throwing that out, right? Well, I wouldn't push the limit. Yeah, no, no, no. I, okay. I, I wouldn't. No, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna like see if I can make an episode of the challenge and see if I can make myself puke. I <laughs> see, mean, I love your story. But, but like we, we we do a lot of chicken breast, like just 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 plain old chicken breast throughout the week. Well, if we forget to, if my wife typically let's say, let's say, let's be honest, I don't help all that often. If if my wife forgets to put them in the in the fridge, I. You know, I get up that next morning, get the baby, and I look over there and still in there. I may throw them in the fridge, and I go on and hammer down. Yeah, and a good that. breast is hard to beat, though. You probably wouldn't do that for all the other foods. Sad, man. Look at this. You guys always take it somewhere. Lance McCullers. Listen, Clint, you've been on this. Lance is now injured again. Buried uh, me in the H. Uh, we've had – you've brought this up before when we were dealing with the injury last year. The thought of bullpen, is that potentially – the most you can get out of Lance? Is that potentially the, the the most appearances, how we can see him stay healthy the most? Listen, I, I wasn't about that because starting pitching is so hard, and especially it's hard to find, and especially somebody who has his ability and his stuff, and not to mention what you paid him. But Clint, man, I mean, this is coming off of 47 innings, <laughs> and, and he's injured yeah. again already. I think it's at least got to be a conversation, at least got to be a conversation moving forward of can he sustain being a starting pitcher? Can he sustain this, and is that going to be the best way to use it? Yeah, look, look for, for me, it's it's no longer, like for the Astros with Lance McCullers, it's no longer about how much they paid him. It's no longer about what he did two, three years ago. It's it's no longer about what he could potentially be. For me, it's it's the disruption factor, right? I mean, Last year, you can say that the Astros, and I know why they did it, but you, you can say that the Astros, you know, pushing Christian Javier to the bullpen, back to starting, bullpen, back to starting, may may have delayed his his coming out party, if you will, once he once he was able to become a starter and show us what he could do. Um, and, and Lance in and out uh, in and out of the rotation, I, I think I think impacted that, and then. You know, you look at this year now with the the Lance McCullers injury, it's it's Hunter Brown, it's Hunter Brown time, man. It, it is the Hunter Brown show moving forward. What can he do? What can he be? Can he over 162 games and the playoffs do what he's what we saw him do in a, in a very small sample size last year? And it's the disruption factor for me. If we're gonna go five weeks to opening day. Of Hunter Brown being knowing, you know, he is a he is one of the five starters in, in in the Astros rotation, and then we're gonna get a month into the season, and he has a few good outings, and he's trending in the right direction, and then all of a sudden Lance is gonna come back, and we're gonna plug Lance into the starting rotation, and and put Hunter back into the bullpen, or find something else for him to do, or kind of dangle him out there. That's the part I don't like. Like to me, with this most recent injury uh, to 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 Lance McCullers. Like, Lance has got to come back, and Lance has to be the guy that comes out of the bullpen. 
Lance has to be the guy that needs to prove that he is and can stay healthy and produce for an extended period of time to get back into that that starting rotation. For me, it's it's that's just where I'm at with Lance. Like you're going to disrupt all this other stuff, and then Lance could could and and, and will likely be injured again before you know it. I, yeah. I, I just I'm I think moving forward this year. I mean, well, if he comes back and I got to go to the playoffs, sorry for me to have. Or, or Keedy or, or Luis Garcia in front of Lance if he's, if he's stretched out. But moving forward, man, boy, I don't know, man. It's, it's at least a definite conversation you got to have. Once again, uh, Texans All Access behind us. Then the best of the day with T-Mill. Uh, stay tuned listening to that. Thanks to uh, uh, John McClain who joined us in the 4 o'clock hour tomorrow. We're going to have a good time on a, a beautiful Friday. Cookout, everybody going to cookout tonight, the first day of it. Have yourselves a good time. We'll be there tomorrow. Clint, beautiful job today. Tyler, great job. Guys, uh, help me out. No uh, more energy drinks. And uh, hopefully I'm I'm all right. I am Ron Nishil Hughley, as always, Houston. We love you, baby. How many days do you go before you rotate your towel? Uh, boy, I like the way they smell and feel. That's right. When they come out of the laundry, I bet that towel is standing up on its own. I bet it's, it's standing. Not. Up, I don't know what you're I talking about. It's standing, standing up, up over in the corner.